0: There are things known and unknown, and in between are the doors. And coincidentally, the name of his band was The Doors. So questions in life, they're a lot like doors. We just really don't know what's behind them. What we do need to do is to open them up to find out what it is. And this also applies in our lives. The best way to know things is to open up the door by asking questions to start with. If you think about jobs like the job that you presently have right now no doubt you have a skill set that some random person off the street just can't automatically do straight away without any training and this skill set in the alpha system we called aptitude. This is learnt often by on-the-job training and during this period many questions are verbally asked until you're satisfied that you understand exactly what you should be doing. Combine this through observing what's happening and working out the answers and then applying them will lead to a great outcomes and in this case a great employee. Now this also translates to life in general as well. If you ask questions of those that you admire or if you read bios or just observe others, and then you combine all of this together, then you'll grow in life. And life will be amazing, but as this is a personal upgrade system, let's upgrade this even further. Let's apply the mirror concept that we've talked about in the past. From the others, to the interaction, to yourself. The things that we've talked about before is observing others, or asking questions of others. But if you actually apply this to yourself, your introspection, you'll have amazing results if you do it the right way. So every time you ask yourself a question, you're essentially looking for an answer. And if you ask yourself a question, the the supercomputer of your mind, that's your unconscious, will work super hard to find the answer and present it to you. That's why you can be Thinking about a problem and sleep and overnight you'll wake up and you'll have an idea of how to move ahead it's because unconsciously you're processing this thing over and over at night but it can work against you because if you've ever thought about the times when you've been at your lowest part chances are you've just been incredibly unresourceful and this if you look at yourself if you've actually use some CBT-like mindfulness or some other technology to really capture the thought, chances are it's not actually a feeling that sent you there. It's not a statement. It's nothing like that. It's all to do with the question. Now, what's this actually mean? Well, if you really look at yourself and think about one of those really bad times, think about what goes through your head. Are you thinking... Oh, I wish that guy didn't cut him, cut me off, or or something negative. It, it's it's usually not the case. That's usually the second step. Take it back one more. And you'll get these thoughts in your mind: like, why does this always happen to me? And how come this is happening? And this is great. How long will this go on for? Just these questions. And they're fantastic because it engages your unconscious mind. And it conditions you to get ready because you're looking for answers and you ask yourself those unresourceful questions. At a bare minimum, you'll become extremely agitated and angry and it served its purpose to get you ready for that fight in the fight or flight mode concept. But in life, we generally want to avoid that. We save that for emergencies. What you want to do is really use questions in a quality way which will lead to the best outcomes in your life. So as I said, when we're depressed, we ask ourselves questions like, why does this always happen to me? Let's examine this and break it down. The first part is that it has to be positive. It can't be a negative question. So that's number one, positive questions. Number two, it has to be believable. Sometimes people will hear this and they get really excited and say, okay, why am I the greatest person in the world? And how come everyone in the world loves me? The fact is, if you are a normal operating person, you'll have something called a BS meter and it goes bing, 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 bing each time you tell yourself a lie. And if you keep lying to yourself, then the believability will just go down. And you will not only not get the effect that you're looking for, but you'll stop trusting yourself as well. So it's got to be positive and it's got to be believable. Number three, it has to be open-ended. So if you ask yourself a question, you don't say to yourself, am I amazing? Because it's a yes or no. You have to ask yourself an open-ended question. Something that leaves room to explore, to comment, to think about. And from this powerful perspective, you really start to engage the unconscious mind. Number four, and this is so important, you have to do it in a repeated fashion. Now that means not only that you have to do it like frequently, as in a couple of times a day and continually throughout the days, but it's good if you stack them. So we'll get on to the examples of questions, but just remember to do it repeatedly, and in a stack set. We'll talk about this soon. Number five, it's almost got to be rhetoric. You've got to ask these questions and not really look for a conscious answer because as soon as you've answered the question, your unconscious mind just turns off and it's like, well, I've got the answer. So you ask yourself almost like a rhetorical question. Add to that the fact that you've stacked it and you moved on to the next question straight away. You don't have time to answer it. And then finally, number six, you phrase a question starting with like words like how and why and when and where. So if you can think about an example of what this would look like in your life. A good example would be something like, why can I learn easily? And as I said before, you just realize your goal and your intention and you, you relate the questions to that. And not only that, you can stack them. And not only that, as I said, you go continuously to the next one. So if you're going to do a set of this, you basically set aside a couple of minutes in the morning and the afternoon, or maybe if you're just in a place where you're bored, but you've got to have the attention, your focus, and you really ask yourself this question, like it's you're trying to remember where your keys are, and you're really thinking deeply, and you ask yourself, and you start with a stack, and you say, Why do I learn so easily? How come I keep succeeding? In which ways, when I interact with other people, is it so amazing? What can I do that continues to have me having amazing experiences, whatever it is, write them down physically until they just become a simple mental process. And when you've asked yourself these questions, your unconscious mind is like, wow, I've got a job to do. And it works extremely hard to get the answers to these questions. Once you get to this place here, you'll understand that the power of questions translates both to interpersonal reactions and relationships, but also to interactions within yourself, the way that you treat yourself, the way you think about yourself. So examine this, explore this. Make sure that you check it out for yourself to see if it actually works. Think about the times when you get really angry and just take a breath and say, okay, what's going through my mind? And when you get all those swear words and all the negativity out of the way, and you break it down, you'll find that sentence. Why is this always happening to me? Whatever it is, that question, once you've understood that for yourself, there's an aha moment, and suddenly all of this makes sense. And then you can play this. You can go full out, and you'll get amazing results. The outcome of all of this is it actually changes your mind. It's a technology that can change your mind. It allows you to utilize your mind's infinite power for absolute fulfillment potential. So I implore you, try this out. And finally, what are you waiting for?